Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And we'll have some NBA lottery talk coming up at 420 with the voice of the Dallas Mavericks, Chuck Cooperstein. Excited about that. Stephanie Sports Corner coming up in just a matter of uh, minutes. I've been traveling up and down 35 today and so pleased to have been traveling in oh, one of those Ram 1500 trucks. Wow. Wow. Um, right off the lot there, 2023 Ram 1500 and uh, the, well, the bucket seats in the front. We're talking, Aaron, you can get these things uh, uh, where, I mean, you get their air-conditioned seats. Of course, you got the heated seats. You don't need that this time of year. The seats themselves are air-conditioned on top of the great ventilation system and pretty amazing. And then the, uh, the screen up front is like you're taking off um, in a jet or something like that. You've got to go out and drive one of these things. At Alan Samuels, Ted Teague and his staff, Trey was out there today. Uh, Bowtie Trey, uh, formerly uh, played at, at Waco High School back in the day. Trey's one of the great uh, sales guys out there. And what a tremendous Dalton and his crew. Tremendous job out there. And that's at Alan Samuels. And... Then, of course, that's uh, old Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, the whole shebang. But that Ram truck, wow. And it's that Longhorn package, and there's so much that comes with it. And I was just, uh, I was so pleased. And as I've heard somebody describe, and I can attest to this, it is like kind of sitting on your couch, and then driving down the highway. And again, I had to make a trip today uh, into the Metroplex. And so to be in one of those Allen Samuels uh, vehicles, it was just awesome. And, uh, and, and I don't know, Aaron, it's been a while since I've driven a truck. I could, back when I was driving a truck, they just weren't quite this comfortable. The cab and everything, and now there's trucks can be even more comfortable than these sedans and SUVs and things like that. So shout out to Ted Teague and his his staff out there. But what an amazing uh, uh, and and some of the things that it does is it's just uh, the air suspension, the uh, and the new twelve inch driver informational digital cluster. Whoa, I mean this was really really cool. And uh, I am loving driving one of these uh, Ram trucks. Aaron, when's the last time you had a pickup truck? 
Did you did you grow up with one? Have you uh, have you owned a truck in your past? Yes, I did own one. I was probably in my early mid twenties, mid twenties. Yeah, mostly sedans. Besides that, but I did have a. Uh, I wish I still had it. It was like a '78 Chevy, beautiful, and Ooh. ran great. Ooh. But I sold it. Yeah, it's okay. That's okay. Aaron got rid of that, and I uh, don't know if that's still on the road out there. May have been retired to truck heaven, but uh, what a uh, what a what a deal that is. Thank you, Alan Samuels, uh, and thank you, uh, Ted Teague. I assume I assume Stephanie is is making her way into the studio because, as usual, I could kind of <laughs> I could hear all the activity in there. Um, as uh, as we kind of get ready for uh, Stephanie Sports Corner coming up in just a few moments. Um, as we, uh, the lottery, we'll have that at 420. And Aaron, it just, I would say, I may, I may be wrong. Mavs fans may think differently. I thought that given the Mavs past with the lottery, that it worked out pretty well. Did they move up? No, but they never do. And the fact that they got the tenth pick, they get to keep it. It was top ten protected. They lost that last game on purpose to put themselves in position to to you know try to ensure that they could get the tenth pick. Aaron, as a Mavs fan, and we'll get to the 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 bad part of this story soon. <laughs> but did you think that the honestly that it kind of I mean, don't you think Mavs fans should be pretty pleased given how wrong this thing could have gone? Yeah, with the with the terrible luck that the Mavericks have had in the past in the NBA lottery, to just to stay where the, they were projected to be anyway is a win for the Mavericks because there was about a thirty percent chance that they, if in, any of the teams behind them jumped them their pick would fall at least one spot and then it would convey to the Knicks. So being able yeah. to keep that top 10 pick is huge and it is a win for the Mavericks. And I know Aaron, you had so much excitement to see who ended up with the number one overall pick. <laughs> the jeering, the jeering that uh, the San Antonio Spurs end up with that pick Aaron when it when it got down to the final four and then especially the final two you knew what was going to happen <laughs> yes you knew beyond a shadow of doubt that San Antonio was going to land and what's our man's name Aaron Victor Wimbayama Wimbayama yeah Wimbayama oh my goodness oh my goodness the the uh uh, just the gnashing of teeth <laughs> and uh, San Antonio Spurs. Aaron, that had to be, I, I just judging by your text last night, I mean, that was a real bummer, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, they just have the, and it, it has, partly it has to do with how bad the Mavericks lottery luck has been, but they literally have the best lottery luck in NBA history. They've been in, They've had three number one overall picks, and the first two were generational top 50 all-time NBA players that led them to multiple titles. And, man, if the, if this guy lives up to the hype, same story <laughs> a few years later. Yeah, 
That's the that's the that's the truth. Okay. Without further ado, <laughs> you know, Aaron, what time it is. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Uncle Worm Smokehouse, Mission Golf Cars, and Epperson Tractors. You hear the music, you know what it means. <laughs> I, uh, well, today I, I, I was out in the community I was over at Panera meeting with some good friends, meeting with some local, some big-time people from the Baylor family, from Baylor Athletics, and the Baylor, um, well, Baylor alumni. And then I was over at Allen Samuels, and the thing that kept coming up in all conversations, what about that Stephanie Sports (laughs) Corner? Of course, we do it every day at 4.08. Stephanie, how are things going today? Is everything good? Are you having a pretty decent day? I am. I am. I'm sorry I missed you. I didn't get to see your face, but maybe next time. Yeah, hoping hoping we can do that and uh, briefly considered. But then I had another meeting out uh, out in the medical community right there in uh, the greater Waco area. So we had some big-time meetings, but oh, I do like to have face-to-face meetings from time to time. And um, and <laughs> nobody nobody on local radio uh, s- skips out on the studio as much as I do. But it's okay. It's okay. That's no, okay. Well, I love a good studio, and I love that you and Aaron are in there doing your thing today. Yeah. Well, Stephanie, tell us what's on your mind. Everybody, from on a daily basis, people say, "What is Stephanie up to?" You never know. What, you what never will know. the sports corner be up to? What's kind of on your mind today? Well, you know, uh, you were talking about the Mavericks, and we are in the NBA playoffs. Um, we are. So tonight, you know, the Celtics and Miami play. And then tomorrow night, Denver and the Lakers. Just so everybody knows, I am rooting for the Celtics just because I like their uniforms and Larry Bird. So there you go. But with that being said, I want everyone to know that there are dogs out there that know how to play basketball. So today, (laughs) I'm going to teach you how to teach your dog, maybe some pointers, how to play basketball. It's a thing. And now, I don't, <laughs> what, remember that dog, movie, Airbud? We've had camel racing. Yeah, now we're going to we've dogs. We've had goat racing. Yeah, we had right. ostrich racing. <laughs> and now dogs, how to teach your dog. Now, I feel like this has been done. There it was has. a movie mm-hmm. called Air, Air Bud. Bud. I know. Yeah, it was from a several great years movie. Ago. It was a great movie. It was not a great movie. It was a great movie. It was okay. a feel-good right. movie. But, so I'm going to give you some pointers for all of you out there who have dogs that want to get in the playoff spirit. You can teach your dog. So the first thing you have to do is you have to get a child-sized ball so that the dog can hold it in their mouth. And then, so don't get like a golf ball. They might swallow it. So get child-sized where they can have a good grip on it. Make sure you have their favorite treats. And make sure that the hoop is like those child-sized basketball hoops, you know, the ones that Uh are like plastic that you can raise up. So you start teaching the dog um, to hold the ball, and when they hold it, you might want to do it on a leash because, like, our dogs will probably just stare and look at us so and run off. But teach the dog how to hold the ball and then show him how to, with his mouth, jump and put it in the hoop. And every time he does it, you give him his favorite treat. So those are some pointers that you can practice with your dog. Do you have dogs, Matt? <laughs> Aaron no, I, does. Aaron has a dog. Yeah. 
I've got uh, Scout, the, uh, yeah, he, he is a uh, uh, dachshund. A long-haired dachshund. Aww. And I, I, Scout would have no interest in this. You could try it. You could try it with treats. Now, what do I do? I give him the ball. You give him what the ball, I... and you show them the ball, let him sniff it, then let him get the ball in the mouth, and then you actually throw it into the hoop to show him that he, Aaron's in here laughing, throw it into the hoop from wherever the dog is standing, and then give it back to him to see if he does it. Now, it's probably going to take a while if they don't know anything about balls. Uh, so I'm just saying, just practice. Pra- practice makes perfect, people. So you have to throw it in first so the dog sees. If the dog barks, that's their way of communicating. If he growls, that means he doesn't like it. So just move on then to another sport. But try it. Just try it. I'm going to try know, it. the smartest dog, <laughs> you don't even have a dog, do you? We have two. We have a golden retriever and a boxer, Hadley and Hunter. Now, they're old. Hunter is like 13 years old. And, you know, golden retrievers look so sad. So I, I swear that dog's depressed all the time. But uh, And then Hadley, she's our boxer, and she just runs around there in the country, catches squirrels, and, you know, yeah. goes after goats or whatever. I, this it's is not, by the way, I disagree with the previous statement that golden retrievers that I've seen seem to be in great moods and, <laughs> and do not have any. Yeah, but oh, you're I saying. looks sad. I oh, mean, he's a good dog. Don't you, get me wrong. It sounded kind of like you were, you were taking a shot at the entire breed of dogs. <laughs> I actually grew up with golden retrievers. And uh, uh-huh. mine, mine were go lucky, happy, fun, family dogs. Yeah. Um, and Hunter, Hunter's a good dog. I don't know that I could teach him how to play basketball. Hadley, maybe, but not Hunter. But yeah. who knows? But uh, there are some dogs out there that are very talented. Um, if you want to know how to teach your dog, you can go to YouTube, and there's all kinds of websites that will walk you through each step. But those are just some pointers for you. I thought it was kind of fun. Dogs Aaron, that play is that basketball. something? Is that something you're interested in with your pup? I mean, <laughs> his dog is old. Yeah, my dog's like about to turn 14, so it's a little. His basketball career has passed him by. I think maybe he Aaron, should try golf. Aaron, are you still walking your dog occasionally? Do you, oh, you yeah. get does the dog get out and get some exercise? Yeah, every day, just about. Occasionally, I'll work. You know, basically yeah. a double here and and don't get yeah. to, but almost every day. You should bring him in the studio. He would just bark the whole time. Okay, well, there you go. Don't bring him in the studio. (laughs) But anyways, that is your sports corner about dog basketball. They... uh you can learn how to do it on the internet, and if you have not seen Airbud, see if it's on Netflix and watch it. No, and- <laughs> I do not watch that. I mean, no, I, I've been watching this documentary on um, Michael Michael J. Fox. Oh, I do yes. think you people should go back and watch like the Teen um, Teen Wolf or whatever that was. Teen was Wolf, it? yeah, he played. Yeah, that was I a liked, good one. I like that movie. I think Airbud probably. <laughs> In fact, that dog had no range as an actor. That, There's the that greatest dog was actors. Popular though, Matt. He even went on David Letterman. The the greatest dogs ever were Lassie, Lassie, followed by Benji, <laughs> and then uh, Spuds McKenzie. Spuds McKenzie. Those were the yes. best TV dogs, and then followed by War Hero and 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 actor dog Rin Tin Tin. <laughs> Rin Tin Tin. I would say the best dog of our group. 
uh, would be Coco. Ward's dog would have the best chance at doing yes. whatever goofiness this is. Ward told me earlier, I saw him down the hallway, and I was telling him what I was going to talk about today, and mm-hmm. he said Coco can do it. So that dog can do anything. So yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that dog can play basketball, play golf, play whatever he tells her to do. So she's a good yeah. dog. But that's all I got for you today. And Thank you. Go Celtics. Yeah, strange reasoning. Yeah, you like the jerseys <laughs> and Larry Bird, so really respect your fandom. Thank okay, you. There, you bet. Thank you. Uh, Stephanie Sports Corner, there she goes every day at 4.08. Next, we check in on the Mavericks lottery situation. It was drama. It was crazy last night. The voice of the Dallas Mavericks, Chuck Cooperstein, joins us to discuss next espn central texas is your flagship station for baylor athletics uncle worm smokehouse texas cuisine is not just a food truck anymore they now have a restaurant in the old red barn in bosqueville enjoy their special unique dishes like mac daddy brisket mac and cheese meatballs plus the best ribeye steaks in town featuring a full bar with unique cocktails ladies bring two or more friends for ladies night every wednesday night and get 10 percent off Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store, it's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, you're invited to try out the Central Texas-style flavors at Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue is a family-owned roadside barbecue joint with a heavy focus on quality, consistency, and customer service. Everything is scratch-made in-house and cut to order. You might wait in line a little longer, and you might pay a little extra, but once you've had it, you'll understand. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6 Waco at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I want to thank everybody for the jam up April and ask for more of the same in May. If you're thinking about trading or selling your vehicle, we will offer you $1,000 of our wholesale value, which will save us a trip to the auction. So don't be fooled by all those big discounts offered by some. Totally find out that the hidden cost can cost you thousands. Buy from people you can trust without all the gimmicks. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. 
Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now here again is Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, and joined now by Chuck Cooperstein, the voice of the Dallas Mavericks. Chuck, I saw you out to Byron Nelson the other day. Looked like you were having a good time making your way around the course. Now, so were you? you? See, yeah. So- oh, it was. <laughs> I, I'm good, man. It's good to have you. Are you? Uh, were you out there, kind of monitoring Scheffler? Who are you? Um, now, I've known you in the past to kind of uh, set up shop and let the golfers come to you. But when I saw no, you, a, you were you I'm were on the move. I'm you a, like I'm to get out there. And, I, I, okay. I, I'm, I'm gen, generally not. Now, when I went to the Masters a few years ago, I, I walked the course and then decided to set up shop somewhere. And that happened to be the ride of the 16th hole. But generally, generally speaking, I'm a walker. I'll pick up. I'll pick a group and uh, and go with him. And uh, my son was out there. So uh, I met up with him around the fourth hole, which was Scheffler's 13th hole. And uh, and walked in from there. Okay, that's what you were. That's what you were doing. Uh, my daughter and I were out there doing our thing, and I was going the opposite direction. But uh, Scheffler, at least on that day, finished strong, and that was good for the tournament and good for Scheffler going to the PGA Championship for him to be in the mix uh, and finish what three? I think three shots off the lead. Uh, so a top five finish for Scheffler. Wasn't that cool to see Jason Day, someone, uh, Coop, who, you know, five to seven years ago, there was one point, I mean, he was as hot as anybody in the game. Incredible player, and he's fallen off in the past few years. To see him win it, um, I thought that was great for the tournament, and obviously uh, I just think great for the sport to see somebody come back and, and do something like that. Well, you know, it's funny. We always talk about, you know, quality of field, right? You know, at the, be- at the beginning of the week. Yes. Um, and, and the Nelson field was, was not, uh, quote, unquote, a particularly strong field. And especially when Jordan Spieth had to pull out, it didn't help matters. But they wound up with a pretty darn good leaderboard. You know, they, they had Scheffler and they had Jason Day and they had Ryan Palmer, you know, so they had, you know, they had the local interest taken care of. And, you know, people, you had people that uh, you would had heard of. And frankly, there were a bunch of people there that I had never heard of, uh, you know, Norman and uh, Norman with two R's and two N's. Uh, <laughs> and and, and I'll say, I had never heard, never heard of him. Marty Doe, you know, never had heard of him, you know, never knew that he was, he lived five minutes from the Craig Ranch course and practices there, you know, and it just goes to show it really does. And, and you see it every year, you know, with the U S open qualifying, how many play people really do know how to play this game at a really high level, you know, so that you, when you and I go out there, Matt, you, we, not that we needed any confirmation, but we absolutely know that we're just hacking it around. Yeah, I got the Wildcat Classic coming up soon to raise money for Lake Highlands High School. I plan on going low, okay? So, okay, I hear you. <laughs> now, what about, by the way, Oak Hill? Knowing that, um, uh, you know, where, where you grew up, and I'm just thinking about that being, I guess, what, Rochester, um, New York. What about, uh, what about where this PGA uh, championship is being held? Have you, um, have you been there before? I've never played it. 
you know, Rochester's close to Buffalo and, and upstate New York is, is really the 50, it's, it's the 51st state. It's not really New York. It's not, it's something entirely different. Uh, but you know, it's one of the classic courses in America. Uh, you know, Donald Ross design, uh, it's been redone since the PGA was last there in 2013, and they've taken it back. As we're seeing with a lot of the classic courses around the country, uh, you know, they're they're going back to the original blueprints. And from what everybody is saying, it is really hard, like really hard, like you, you know, bad U.S. Open hard, which actually comes as a surprise to me because Kerry Haig, who uh, is the guy who sets up the the course for the PGA of America. He's regarded as, as the best course set of guy in the world. And he is definitely from the school of, we are not here to penalize people. We are not here to kill them. We are here to uh, reward them if they hit great shots and penalize them if they hit bad ones, but not to make it over the top. Uh, I'm hearing a lot of, you know, the U S you know, basically when Curtis strange won the open there, uh, in uh, what it was at uh, 89 uh, when he defended his title there. And then it was uh, the winning score was right around. It was over par, I believe that year. And I, I wouldn't be surprised again, the, the weather is it's cold there right now. Uh, they're going to be uncomfortable at least for a couple of days. Uh, I would be very, very surprised if uh, you, you have anybody really going low there. Uh, I, if I, I think, something like four under could really well win this tournament, which is very un PGA like where they're more in the, you know, the eight to 10 to 11 under uh, grouping of, uh, of winning scores. And I cannot, I cannot wait to watch. Uh, I was bummed that Spieth had to pull out of the Nelson. Of course, he'll be in the mix. There's, there's news on Rory. The fact that he's not talking about live all of a sudden. Now that's making uh, news. Chuck Cooperstein joining us on the Matt Mosley show, ESP in central Texas, a man for all seasons. Now, what was your reaction when you saw the Mavs, you know, you see that what 11 through 15 was going to be and the Mavs were 10. I mean, mine was, Hey, <laughs> this is, this is pretty good news. I know you could have wished for better news and the ultimate news, which I think they had like a 3% chance of, but I mean, my thought is, Mavs fans had to feel pretty good about the way things turned out. What was your immediate reaction to Mavs picking 10th and, of course, getting to uh, to keep their pick? Well, like you said, at least when 11 turned over, the Mavericks logo was not there. because <laughs> <laughs> that, that would have been just the worst on top of the worst. Uh, but, look, you know, I mean, who knows what they're going to do with it? I mean, they, they, obviously, they're – you know, they're in a unique situation where they really do have to find a way to find people who can play immediately. And there are very few players in this draft uh, that at least give off the vibe of really being able to play immediately and play immediately for a good team. And again, now, again, by the end of last year, the Mavericks weren't a good team. Uh, but the Mavericks believe themselves to be a good team, and they obviously have a superstar and maybe two superstars of Kyrie resigns. Um, so, you know, their goal is, okay, is the player that is available to us at 10, can we expect him to be a rotational player for us this year? If he is not, then I think it is incumbent on them to wind up trying to trade that pick and try to find somebody who is. Uh, 
because the, the clock is definitely ticking. If you, if you think about the likely contract that Kyrie would get to re-sign with the Mavericks, um, it probably would be three years with a, with a two-year, you know, an opt-out after two. And Luca has four years left on his deal with an opt-out after three. Uh, but basically, you're talking on a, a on a pretty quick timeline here. Uh, you know, they pretty much have to get it done within two years because if even you know with, with Kyrie's situation, that that's one thing. You know, Luca might have the extra year, but Luca and Bill Duffy could go to the Mavericks at any point in the next two years if things aren't going well and say, "Hey, I want out of here," and they're gonna have to find a way to get him out of here. So, I mean, I, I think Luca, I, I think Luca wants to stay. I really do. Uh, but the Mavericks have to show him and then he has to show them, you know, that he is really committed to doing it right, you know, by, you know, cleaning up the, uh, uh, the complaining to the officials and getting himself into the best possible shape and staying in the best possible shape that he can stay in and, and continuing to improve on his game. I mean, it's, you know, a lot of people like to look at this as a one-way street, you know, the Mavericks have to do everything for Luca. Luca really has to help the Mavericks out here too. So it's, it's fascinating to see what's going to happen, Matt. But the bottom line is the Mavericks have to find in this off season, as many people as they can, who they know when they start the season in mid October are going to be on the floor and going to be rotational pieces for them. When you saw the final four teams, did you just immediately in your mind go, San Antonio is going to get this? Absolutely. There was no, there was no, there was absolutely no question in my mind that they were going to, that it was going to go down that way. You know, again, just as the Mavericks lottery history is the worst ever, ever that no team has had more cracks at the lottery than the Mavericks without moving up. None. I mean, they've eight times now they've, they've uh, either, they've uh, stayed the same and not, or nine times they've moved back or, or, or the opposite. But the bottom line is they've never moved up in 17 times. You know, Minnesota previously had the record uh, and then, you know, they, they won with Anthony Edwards a couple of years ago. Uh, but San Antonio, San Antonio has been in the lottery seven times. They've got the number one pick three times. <laughs> come on man i mean really I mean, you you had to know and that now means popovich is going to coach until he's 85 you know that's going to happen too <laughs> <laughs> and and victor we know he's going there i mean the comparison with him sometimes is duncan now you know mainly just on size and some of the things he can do duncan some of the numbers that duncan had from a block standpoint and all, but this the Victor, Victor is something in some sense we've never seen a player no, of seven is, three this, seven four. Yeah, this is Kevin Durant. This is a, this is a seven four Kevin Durant. If Kevin Durant is really about seven feet tall, even though he never will allow himself to be called a seven footer. I mean, <laughs> this, this guy is he really he's Ralph Sampson. Before Ralph Sampson was, you know, and, and Ralph Sampson, remember, was never allowed to shoot. I mean, you know, they weren't, the three-point shot wasn't developed, yeah. and they weren't talking about stretch fives and things like that when Ralph was playing. But Ralph was dominant. He was absolutely dominant, and obviously he got hurt, and, and his career was cut short. But, I mean, he, he handles it like he handles it like Durant. He's got an incredible high-release point. I mean, he's tall enough as it is, and then when he puts the ball up, I mean, there's no way you're going to block a shot. 
and he's he's got it. He's got an incredible handle. I mean, he's got a handle like a guard, and he's got uh, you know defensive instincts like a, a true center with rim protection and and shot blocking and all the things that go along with that. And he's going to be expertly coached. You know, he's going to be expertly coached, and that means that the uh, the three year dive of the Spurs uh, is officially over. And you know, they're. <laughs> They're, they're, yeah, I think it would be, I think it would be very disappointing, quite frankly, if they weren't at least in the play-in next year, and maybe even in the top eight. And who does he play with? Baylor's own Jeremy Sohan, who really yep. started to break out this season, um, and and they have some other young players, you know, who can yeah. score. It no, was already you know, absolutely. I mean, Devin, but Devin Vassell is a really good player. He's a really good player. I mean, just a, cl- a classic three and D guy. You know, Zach Collins really came on for them uh, in the second half of of last year. He, he, for the first time in seemingly five years, he's healthy, and he and he was really good for them. And actually, I could I could see Collins and Wembenyama starting together, and where they're just playing super big, and and Wembenyama actually playing the four as opposed to the five. Um, is they, they, they've got some players and, you know, I, I love the Branham kid, uh, from Ohio state. Um, you know, I think that, uh, Blake Wesley probably has a little work to do. I mean, he's, he's just incredibly raw, but he's really athletic. I mean, I think Popovich, as much as he didn't want to lose 60 games last year, you know, I think he had a really good time coaching those players and, and coaching them to be professional. And I think he's going to, know feel the same way about Wembenyama but obviously there is a lot more pressure because Wembenyama is, is so far advanced and and what, what I think is going to be really interesting Matt even before we get to uh the beginning of training camp and uh, the start of the NBA season Wembenyama is going to play for France in the World Cup this summer <laughs> and the the World Cup is it's it is absolutely going to be loaded with NBA players I mean with high quality NBA players and so we're going to get a, an early look at him and how he matches up with uh, with a lot of the best players in the world, uh, even before we get to training camp. You think he's a, in his rookie season, is a potential, I mean, like 20 points per game? Is that going too high? Or, um, I mean, obviously he's no, got I, some... I, don't, I don't think it's too high. I mean, especially okay. given, given the way the game is today and given how wide open the game is, uh, you know his ability to shoot and stretch the floor, uh, his ability to handle it. Uh, he's good. He's an excellent free throw shooter. I mean, I, I I don't see in today's game, and and especially since they don't really have uh, the dominant point guard who's going to have the ball in his hands all the time. I think they're going to find a way to get him the ball. Uh, that uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he averaged twenty a game. All right, Lakers Nuggets. Lakers fought back in that game. Did that mean anything to you? We've seen that in NBA games before. Team getting blown out. They come back. They didn't quite get it done. They did cut it to three. But um, and and you wonder, well, did they find an answer with with with, with what they did to Jokic? He obviously did not have a good fourth quarter after being unbelievable for the first three quarters. You read anything into that comeback? Uh, and or do you think the uh, Nuggets? You like the Nuggets' chances pretty well in this series? I think it's a seven-game series. And thought you know thought so before last night. I, I, I was shocked at how lethargic the Lakers looked in the first half, and who knows, maybe some of that is just you know coming into Denver to play and getting used to playing in Denver and at altitude. And 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 the Nuggets are a great offensive team. I mean, they you know no nobody really talks a lot about them. 
know, save maybe even for Jokic. But, you know, they, they were a great offensive team all year. I mean, to the point where I mean, they were they were in the, the Doug Moe era um, nuggets as far as uh, offensive efficiency was concerned, their ability to score points. Uh, but I, I do think the Lakers found something now. You know, again, let's see what, what Denver does as a counter to that. I mean, isn't that the beauty of the playoffs? I mean, there's always counters and, and counter counters, you know, <laughs> that you go to. And, and maybe Darvin Ham figured that he was going to have to do what he did with Hachimura at some point in the series. He didn't think maybe he'd have to do it in the third quarter of game one. <laughs> uh, but it, it definitely worked. And Hachimura has been great in the playoffs. I mean, you know, where, where has this been? you know, for the last three and a half years in Washington. I mean, it's, it's, it's not been there, but ever since he got to LA, he's been really good and he's been exceptional here in the playoffs. Um, but I, I, I like the Lakers grit and look, you know, we, we saw what the Lakers did to the Mavericks, you know, the Lakers down 27 of the Mavericks and rallied to win. Uh, they had, they had some monster comebacks this year and they don't give up and they do still have when he is healthy, one of the greatest players in the league in Anthony Davis. And, you know, it's not like Denver did a whole lot to slow him down last night. So um, I, I think uh, all Denver really accomplished last night was win at home. Um, you know, as we always say, the, the series doesn't really start until the, uh, the visiting team wins a game. And uh, so nothing has really changed in that regard. Uh, I, I think this is going to be a long series. Um, I mean, Jokic is going to be great. <laughs> I know he's going to be great. I know Anthony Davis is going to be great. LeBron was really good last night, frankly, until the last minute. Uh, he, he made a couple of terrible plays in the last minute. Uh, the the, the three-point shot that he took uh, with them down three, um, they could have gotten that shot at any time later in the possession. And frankly, given that LeBron is so inconsistent as a three-point shooter, he's probably not the guy I wanted shooting three. I'd rather have Austin Reeves shoot that three than, than have LeBron shoot that three. Um, so there was a little hero ball going on there. And then, you know, the drive into the lane late in the game. And, uh, you know, he, he got knocked away by Jamal Murray. And the, the Lakers just stopped playing and let the clock run down. So there were a couple of bad decisions there by LeBron. Uh, that better if better decisions are made, you know maybe it's a different outcome, and we're talking about one of the great comebacks in uh, you know in NBA playoff history. So uh, there, there's a lot to there's a lot that's going on in that series. I think there's going to be a lot going on in the Nugget in the uh, Celtics Heat series. You know, I think the NBA is really lucky. I think they they're going to have two very very compelling conference finals. Yeah, if if John Morant would stop brandishing guns, that would that would help too. Uh, <laughs> You know, bringing that up. And by the way, Austin Reeves, I love that. Think about it. If a year ago, you would have said, I would rather have Austin Reeves taking that uh, last minute shot than LeBron James. But I mean, well, I get it. I get it. But it's just funny to, to think about. Well, the, the, the thing is, even last year as a rookie, I saw it against the Mavericks. Uh, Russell Westbrook found him at overtime for, for a three pointer that, that won the game uh, in the American Airlines Center, Center in, in December of uh, 2021. So. I mean, he, he'll Billy Kobe has had it in him, uh, but his, his, his emergence, his emergence really in, in the second half of the season, really since January 1st has been, uh, it, it's been one of the really, I think, undertold stories, you know, the NBA loves to focus in on stars and, you know, I guess, you know, that that's how they get clicks and it's how they get ratings and what have you. But, the, you know, you've got to win uh, with player development. And, uh, you know, what they've done with an undrafted free agent like Reeves, 
you know, who's going to be on the floor and be a really important part of their their winning uh, in crunch time is is one of the really uh, undertold stories, I think, of this season. Who is playing Doug Moe's team a seat? Who is Issel and who is Alex English on the uh, <laughs> on the Nuggets last night? Well, um, well, Jokic, See, Michael Porter Jr. Plays, well, well, Jokic plays Issel. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mike. Uh, but Jokic is obviously better than this. Even as great as Dan Issel was, uh, the kids look him up. He, he was he was fantastic. Uh, yeah, but my, Michael Porter is you know Michael Porter doesn't take many shots. Now, you know, I mean, Michael, some, I was, somebody I was uh, seeing this, he was saying that, you know, Michael Porter never passes the ball. And I said, well, you know, if, Michael, if, if you shot like Michael Porter does, you wouldn't pass the ball either, the way he shoots it. I mean, he looks like Kevin Durant when he gets rid of it. I mean, it's, it's just uncanny. Um, they're, they're low, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think, like, who is, you know, who's Fat Lever and who's Mike Evans? Murray, you know? Jamal Murray, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. So, uh, they're they're in, they're really good, and you know I think for a long time you know they've been good, but we've all been saying, but right they're, they're, that there's you're looking at them saying yeah they're yeah they're good, but and uh, I think you know after the way they took out Phoenix in the last round, uh, and yeah by game six Phoenix was extraordinarily shorthanded, but uh, the four games they won they just crushed them. Uh, you know, you're looking at them and you think, you know, they're really good. They are really good and they're legit. And, uh, you know, if if they do go on and beat the Lakers and, you know, win an NBA championship, uh, you will not look at them as somehow unworthy champions. They're really good and they've been good for a while. All right. That was Clarence e. Hill, by the way, who was remarking about Michael Porter Jr. And <laughs> do not get involved in any basketball discussion with Clarence. If he's talking about the Cowboys, he's he's on firm ground. NBA is not his domain, even though he thinks it is. And it's mainly based on hatred of the Lakers is yes, his fake, only. That's kind of his only card dead. to play. Fake show, fake show dead. Big show dead. Which, I mean, it is. It is pretty funny. It, it, it is. It's pretty funny. It's pretty entertaining. But uh, you know, I, it, the, the Lakers aren't incredible. They're they're an incredible story. Uh, you know, even as the, you know, the, the glamour team of the league, they're you know what they've been able to to do and turn it on. I mean, and, and I'm thinking, you know, back to St. Patrick's Day night when they blew game of the Mavericks when they gave up six points to Maxi Kleba in the last uh, to lose by one. And looked at that team that night. Yeah, you know they're playing better, but uh, come on, man, they're, you can't take them seriously. You know, as no. any kind of real, kind of real contender. And and here they are, <laughs> and, and they're a real contender. Absolutely, love playoff time and uh, love getting to catch up with you. And then we'll enjoy this major championship golf uh, over the next four days. It it is going to be so much fun. Uh, uh, Coop, appreciate it, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me, Matt. Take care. You bet. There he is, Chuck Cooperstein, voice of the Dallas Mavs, and uh, covers a lot of ground, a really good conversation. Let's do some Campus Confidential with Aaron. Let's do it next. And she sends this one deep to the right side, way back, and gone. A two-run home run 
for Savannah Pose, and the Lady Pirates lead it two to nothing. The Crawford Lady Pirates look to defeat with a return trip to Austin. This week, the region semifinals versus Collinsville. A doubleheader from Weatherford Thursday night starting at 5.30 on 104.9 FM. Lady Pirates softball is presented by TFNB, your bank for life. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Dozens of 2023 Buicks are on the lot and priced to move at Richard Carr Buick. Ranked number one overall brand for new vehicle quality by J.D. Powers, Buick offers a luxury SUV without the luxury price. Experience the quiet escape and premium drive of a Buick on a test drive today at Richard Carr. Right now, save 3000 on a 2023 Buick Enclave. Plus, well-qualified buyers get 2.9% financing and no payment for 90 days. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town, featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies, bring two or more friends for ladies' night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. MLS number 746. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Central Texas now has an exciting new store where customers will enjoy a boutique-style setting for men's clothing. Welcome to Sterling Clothing Company. There, you'll find men's dressy casual clothing, good for every day at the office or perhaps dinner that night. But also shorts, swimwear, athletic wear, and shoes for the pool or attending the game. Sterling Clothing Company features brand names not usually found in other Central Texas stores, including Onward Reserve, Johnny O, Turtleson, 34 Heritage, Seven Diamonds, and Two Under Underwear. This store has one-of-a-kind clothing for all ages. Locally owned and operated, Sterling Clothing Company, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive, Waco, and at sterlingclothingco.com and on Facebook and Instagram. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. Hey, Summer, I heard you're working at Lake Air Pool Supply. Yeah, Katie, Lake Air Pool Supply in Waco on Franklin. Aren't those the guys that clean your pool? We also sell top-of-the-line hot tubs and swim spas. Lake Air Pool Supply really sells swim spas? Yep, we sure do. Y'all are the experts, right? We're experienced technicians, expert chemists, and the friendliest faces in town. Wow, I had no idea that y'all are the best pool supply and hot tub dealership in Central Texas. Now you know. Stop by Lake Air Pool Supply today and let us help you make every day a great day. 
Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at TurnerChevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. It's time for some Campus Confidential. And we'll roll right into the 5 o'clock hour with Campus Confidential. I will not short... Um, I will not short Aaron. Aaron, our man Coop, wind him up, and he just goes, <laughs> doesn't he? He's good. On a lot of different topics. And he always scolds me for not, like, saying hello to him or something immediately. He and I have only been doing radio for, like, you know, 15 years together. And we've done a lot of shows, the two of us, like, co-hosted a lot of shows. And for some reason lately, he, like, scolds me every time I don't immediately say hi to him. It's like he he wants some kind of special, he wants some kind of special welcome or something. I don't know, but uh, good stuff, good stuff from uh, Coop and Aaron. I had a I had a little breaking news to share with you at the start of Campus Confidential. Would you? Mm, Aaron is in our newsroom. I'm going to step into our other newsroom right now and report. Baylor men's golf has punched its ticket to the NCAA championships for the fifth time in the last seven years the Bears have done it and uh, very very exciting news and we'll have more on that as the day unfolds but great news for the old Bears we'll start off with conference realignment news we've been talking this week about the ACC after uh, reports from Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger that seven of the ACC schools were meeting and looking into ways to break the league's grant of rights that is in effect until 2036 and pays the ACC schools less than any other of the Power Five conferences except for the Pac-12. Well, they're having their league meetings today, and according to ESPN, the league's athletic directors left those league meetings feeling optimistic that the school's would agree to a plan that would afford a larger share of postseason revenue, including from the soon-to-be-expanded college football playoff, to the teams participating in those postseason games rather than dividing it equally among all members. If they did that, Mm -hmm. they would be the first Power Five conference to go to unequal revenue sharing. Well, good for them. I mean, what this will do is maybe placate, at least for the time being, Clemson and Florida State. They're the main players there. You know, Virginia Tech and Virginia can pretend to be the big dogs, but they're not. They're not. Florida State, Clemson, and then Miami of Florida. I mean, that's your, that's your, three, that's your three big dogs there. And, and again, Aaron, they can, they can do all this, but – they, they would all jump at a, any chance to go to the SEC or the Big Ten in a hurry. And what they're really doing is doing every, getting all their legal people to look to see if there's any way in the world they could break their GOR, their grant of rights deal. Those things are genuinely pretty strong. I mean, believe me, uh, Texas and OU – would have broken that and not paid, uh, could you, you know, could they have? Uh, was there any legal way they could have gotten around that? They would have done it. What Brett Yormark decided to do was f- let them out a little early, agree to 
uh, a nice little settlement and then send everybody off, give them a little pat on the rump and say, go enjoy getting your teeth kicked in. Go go have fun with that for a few years. Um, so that is uh, that is interesting news, Aaron. But again, this is not news that's going to make these schools wait till whenever this deal ends. Aaron, when is it? 2036? Yes. Or something silly like 2034 that? 2034 or 2000. No, it's 2036 because yeah. it's They're going to try 13 to break. years. They will try to break out of there before that. Well, I don't. These are what lawyers are for, to break contracts, all right? Aaron, that was one of the few classes I excelled at uh, in, in uh, law school. For some reason, I made B's, maybe <laughs> even an A, in contracts. Um, uh, thank you, Bill Trell. Thank you, Professor Trell. Now, my other professors, Professor Sayre, Featherston, Underwood, great friends with all of them did not produce especially good grades in those uh, classes. But uh, for some reason, I did okay when it came to contracts. All right, Aaron, what else do we have? Oh, by the way, if you're worried about the ACC, don't, because after their meetings ended today, Commissioner Jim Phillips said that the league is, quote, of the league is, quote, we're all in this together, we believe in the ACC, and we want to continue to work together. So... Good news for the ACC. And by the way, and he, he also forwards. said, "Sorry, Wake Forest, you're not, you're never going to get another paycheck. Right? You're lucky to even be invited to these meetings. Well, they weren't, were they? It's like there's seven of them. See, this is the deal. College used to be a collegial type deal where everybody pulled for each other, and now it's just a backbiting. It is a eat or get eaten, and you know they are able to be professional." Like we had Mac on the other day. He's got good friends who are over there in Arizona. That's where he went to school. But that doesn't mean that, you know, I mean, they're going to get some things done. And they, that doesn't mean they're not going to try to destroy the Pac-12. They didn't wake up thinking, I think this year we'll try to destroy the Pac-12. But the Pac-12 got itself in trouble. Big 12 was smart enough to jump in front of it on a TV deal, and now they're struggling. And I'd like to get old... Aaron, now if you if you had to pick right now, I, I I know I ask you this every once in a while, but I think things change sometimes. If you could have Colorado, you had to pick from the the four corner schools. All right, the two Arizona schools, Colorado and Utah, and you could only have one. Which direction would you go? I would go with Arizona. I think I would too. Unless I would go with Arizona. And Colorado football. I would say we don't want any of the other Colorado sports. <laughs> <laughs> the With uh, BYU entering the Big 12 this year as, as at the start of the upcoming football season, it's meant some changes to prior agreements for the school. The Cougars had a, an agreement in place to be in the Independence Bowl in 2023 and 2025 if they were bowl eligible but obviously because of the commentary alignment and them joining the big 12 they are not able to still honor that agreement because they'll have to go where the big 12 tells them to as far as bowls so the independence bowl came up with a solution they'll just take a big 12 team it could be byu but for the 2023 and 2025 seasons the independence bowl will pick last but we'll pick 
among the bowls, but we'll pick a uh, uh-huh. Big 12 school in 2024. They will still be tied to Army and the Pac-12. Anything that keeps me from attending a game at TCU <laughs> Stadium ever again. You'd rather go to Shreveport? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm a Shreveport guy. At least you can go there, get on the boats, do a little, play a little, uh, you know, games of chance. Get involved in some of that. Have some fun. Have some decent food. I'm o- I'm totally okay with that. But, and, uh, and by the way, they were be- they were wonderful hosts. And kudos to Air Force, who, I mean, they, get, they have to show up there every other year, basically. And what do they do, Aaron? They show up, and they just kick the snot out of whoever they played. And it just happened to be uh, my alma mater last year. But it, it's uh, that Baylor, or no, I mean, really any Big 12 school, should not have to go play in Amon Carter Stadium. That's crazy. All right? Let's just, and again, I know the answer would be, we'll just do better. Beat TCU. Win one more game, and you wouldn't have to go there. I love Fort Worth. I'm not an anti-Fort Worth guy. Now, I'm a Dallas guy. I grew up close to Dallas, and I'm more of a Dallas guy than Fort Worth, but I love hanging in Fort Worth. But I do not want to attend any games there. All right, it's a it's a it's a pretty campus, and the TCU people, for the most part, are nice individuals. But as a whole, it's a rough place to go. All right, um, just that stadium, that specific stadium. What else do you have, sir? Well, with the transfer transfer portal window closing, I bet you thought we were done with uh, people entering the transfer portal. Yes, we are done. You are wrong. <laughs> There's still one exception, and that is four graduate transfers and all big west guard zion pullen plans to enter the transfer portal he told espn today pullen spent the last four seasons at uc riverside he's entering the portal as i said as a graduate student so he did not need to announce his intentions prior to the may 11th deadline he was first team all big west last season averaging 18.3 points 4.4 rebounds and 4.2 assists while shooting just a tick under 40% 40% from three-point range. And what? And what's his, what is this guy's name? You're going to have to give me a second. <laughs> my phone. You were just doing the story. <laughs> well, uh, my phone's not cooperating. <laughs> oh, no. That's why I used to have hard copies. Somebody talked me out of that. No, no. No, no. It's a, you take advantage of that great UBO. UBO Business Services, UBEO.com. Thank you, Sean Hunt. Thank you for some of the greatest, for streamlining our whole system. And our, our employees have never been happier. And UBO plays a big role in that. All right, Aaron, have you found the guy's name? Zion Pullen. <laughs> Zion Pullen. Okay, now explain that to me again, Aaron. How can you go in the... How can you go on the portal? The portal's closed. You can, you can, can you like uh, file some kind of hardship thing or something? No, and it's get just in the portal. If you're a graduate transfer, you oh, can transfer you can anywhere at any time. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. And how many points you say he scored? He averaged a little under nine, eighteen and eighteen and a half points last wow. year. Wow. Wow. Basically, okay. eighteen four and four and shot about forty yeah. percent from three. 
Yeah, I like it. I like it. We'll keep our eye on that situation. Uh, Aaron, anything else? Oh, I did want to mention two things, Aaron, while we're here, and we could talk more about this on the other side. I've been looking at to see if any of these schools are good at other stuff other than football and basketball, and BYU is good at golf. They, I mean, these are religious folks. They stay away from the drink and, and mostly away from the caffeine, and that leads apparently to really good golf. This Baylor thing, Aaron, they were out there at the Institute Golf Club playing in that regional, and everybody else today kind of went Baylor was six over, Pepperdine was five over, Florida State was six over. They finished right ahead of Baylor. BYU finished four under as a team. I mean, a really, really strong showing today. And then, Aaron, the other thing is – uh, our old buddy uh, Kelvin Sampson, I'm sure you're seeing that news. Woj has come out saying that Kelvin Sampson secretly interviewed with the Milwaukee Bucks. Can you imagine that, Aaron, if uh, if L.J. Cryer up and takes a NIL deal and goes in conference, leaves his beloved Bears because Houston said, LJ, yeah, we'll let you bring it up the court, everyone. Like three times a game, we're going to let you dribble the ball up the court. And LJ's like, yeah, yeah, okay. I want to go be a point guard at Houston. What if, I mean, this guy is a top five coach, current coach in college basketball, and he's interviewing with the Milwaukee Bucks. Very, very interesting. All right, more on that and my reactions to what I saw last night in the uh, in the Western Conference Finals. That is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the Bosky has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the Bosky features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions, portrait-taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying. The Bosky in Crawford. Learn more at theboski185.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's you'll love our sausage. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I want to thank everybody for a jam up April and ask for more of the same in May. If you're thinking about trading or selling your vehicle, we will offer you $1,000 over wholesale value, which will save us a trip to the auction. So don't be fooled by all those big discounts offered by some. Totally find out that the hidden cost will cost you thousands. Buy from people you can trust without all the gimmicks. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. It's Genco's 70-year Platinum Auto event. Now's the time to go Platinum at Genco, where we've been saving members money by paying less for their cars, lowering their interest rates, and reducing their payments. Refinance now and receive a rate as low as 5.09% for 48 months. Then skip your payments for 70 days. Apply online and get an additional rate discount of 0.15%. Go Platinum. 70 days, no pay Platinum. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policy. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. On a Wednesday afternoon, and I just uh, we were talking about the uh, the Bears in men's golf making the NCAA championships it was not an easy day out there. In fact, uh, Johnny Kiefer had been right knocking on the door, been top three in this tournament throughout, and then on the third day ends up uh, shooting five over today and falling down to a tie for 15th place. Still a good overall performance, but unlike him to finish like that. So the Bears were kind of able just to hang on. Tyler Eisenhart finishes with a 75. They, again, I don't know what the conditions were. They're in Northern California. And I I think what you have to say is that uh, one of the players for the Bears who always either – Eisenhart or Wrightson always have like one individual round where they do something really nice. And Drew Wrightson for the Bears. Get this one, Aaron. He His opening round was a 71. So he's in good shape there uh, at one under. Shoots an 84, just blows up in the uh, second round. And so you thought there would be no way his score would count. Well, he fights back today 
with a 69. And he and his teammate, Luke Dossie and Drew Wrightson, I, you know, you, you, only, you take your four best scores. Well, their fourth and fifth golfers had the exact same score. So you just take one of them. I don't know which one you pick. But I did think that was pretty gutsy of a kid to go out there and, and just for whatever reason have a round that gets away from him in round two of this all-important regional, and then goes out today and on the back nine. I don't know if he started on the back or not. On the, on the, uh, on the back nine, birdies 11, 14, 17. Aaron, he parred every hole the rest of the way. Parred every single hole. And uh, I, find that, I find that pretty fascinating. From an 84 to a 69. I saw Jimmy Walker do that once in a... Uh, in the U.S. Open, when he was when he was just barely out of Baylor, and he went 80 in the first round, and he shot 64 in the second. He either shot 64 or 63, and he, it was just a clutch. He climbed back into the tournament doing that. Um, the The breaking news I was just sharing is that the Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks have conducted an interview for the um, for the franchise's head coaching opening uh, and with University of Houston coach Kelvin Sampson. Um, this is really, really interesting. Houston's great. He coached some as an assistant coach with the – Aaron, you remember, it might have been the Rockets – and, and I can't remember if it was when Dan Tony was there. He got some great experience, and he brought that back with him to college basketball, and he's had an incredible run. Listen to his collegiate career, Aaron, 657 and 301. I cannot imagine um, leaving Houston right now. The storied career he's had, the great uh, nature, the fact that they seem to be knocking on either going to the final four or or knocking on it every year to me it would be crazy the la- you know these college coaches Aaron tell me one that's worked i guess Brad Stevens was pretty good <clears throat> for the Celtics John Beeline left Michigan and it was a disaster he went to the Cavs uh did not work for Patino it did not work for Calipari uh, it, it, it rarely, it just, I'm thinking Billy Donovan had a decent run. Billy Donovan was at Florida was incredible, but he obviously did not have the level of success in the NBA that he had on the college front. I think this would be bad. I think it'd be a bad move by Kelvin Sampson, Aaron, but at least they're looking for somebody other than all these retreads. It's like, Three of the top coaches in the NBA got fired in Monty um, and, and, uh, and, and, and uh, Budenholzer and Doc Rivers, and now every other team wants to hire one of those guys. So I do have to at least hand it to the Bucks for being a little bit uh, out of the box. Sampson has history and relationship with Bucks general manager John Horst who was a member of the front office when Sampson worked on Scott Skiles' coaching staff between 
2008 and 2011. So far, Milwaukee has conducted a vast search that includes um, Charles Lee, Kenny Atkinson from Golden State, Scott Brooks from the Portland staff, who used to be a head coach, Adrian Griffin from Toronto's staff, Miami's Chris Quinn, Phoenix's Kevin Young, and former Hornets coach James Borrego. Aaron, isn't it amazing that a guy like Coach Borrego, who I kind of liked, I think he was with the Hornets or somebody like that. I mean, they just go away and you're like, I wonder whatever happened to Coach Borrego. Where's Coach Borrego these days? And all of a sudden, like three or four years later, they reemerge and become candidates for like a huge job. Aaron, there's not been a better NBA uh, opening in a long, long time. When you have Giannis, and you have Giannis signed for a long, long time, and Giannis is not wired like some of these people, to some of these players, to always be asking for his way out. Giannis seems to have a commitment, wonderful perspective, uh, and wants to stay in Milwaukee. Not everybody would want to stay in Milwaukee. LeBron was in the place where he grew up. He wanted out. All right? He's moved around a few times. That's a great job. Aaron, how would you rank these jobs? Milwaukee's opening. Phoenix has stars, too. But, of course, one of them is always wanting out. Wait, I mean, it's like KD is sitting there with Devin Booker, and it'll occur to him at some point this offseason, hey, is there a better team? Are there some better people to go play for? I think KD will be back, but he is another one, like LeBron, who is always thinking, hey, Wonder who I could go team up with. I wonder who would make life easier on me. And then, of course, he had that with the uh, Nets, and nobody can make it work for Kyrie. And by the way, Aaron, who do you think is desperate to get back with Kyrie? None other than LeBron. I mean, for some reason, he can't get enough. This guy who wrecks teams is a a constant problem off the court, and yet people still want to play with Kyrie Irving. Aaron, what, which of those those teams I mentioned is the best job? Do you think it's the Bucks? I think it has to be. That's You're basically taking over the, almost the exact same team that won an NBA title the year before last. Obviously, they're two years older, but it's still a super talented team that's proven they can beat anybody and win a championship. You would rather have Antetokounmpo than Joel Embiid. I mean, that's kind of what it comes down to if you're looking at the Sixers or the Bucks. If you had to pick between those two players, would you can would you ride with the Greek Freak over Embiid, even though Embiid just won the MVP and continues to be a juggernaut? Oh, absolutely. I think he's a better all-around player than Embiid, and that's I think Embiid's an incredible player. I just think that Giannis is is better. Uh, He's a generational talent. There hasn't been many. I don't know that that there's been anyone that can do everything that he can do. And I also think that at this point he's better than Durant. And I think that showed a lot during the last series because Durant just looked a little slower. He missed a lot. He only shot like 28% from three from three-point range in that series and uh, just didn't look like he had the same explosiveness, especially like driving to the basket, had to settle for a bunch of jumpers. 
All right, Aaron, this will get you excited. You may want to read this at the next at the, at the next break that we take. The uh, why Nick Saban calling out Jimbo Fisher. You remember that, Aaron? And Jimbo went and had that big the the he he came back at Nick and he called a hastily called press conference. And our man Travis Brown in College Station was there to react that to us. We have people. Really, with every school, University of Texas, Oklahoma. Aaron, we're going to have to dig in and find new people at our new schools. Aaron, have you done? Have you been doing any homework? Do we have a BYU person yet? I think so. Let me check my contacts. Mm, Hold on. Mm, Jay, I think, I think Aaron is looking at oh, BYU I have, people. Oh yeah, I have. Uh, I have the. 24-7 reporter from BYU. I have right. the Salt Lake Tribune reporter. And uh, we also have had uh, uh, Greg Rubel on a few times. That is how you pronounce oh, it. Oh, this right. was, this is, some of this is like John Morris show type thing. Yeah, that Rubel uh, is, uh, he's big time. That's, a, that's the voice of the Cougars. Man, I'm really excited about uh, spending more time with the Mormons. And then I'd really like to go to Orlando to check that scene out. Bears go to Orlando, play UCF the end of September. They got four home games, and then September 30th, they go to the bounce house. I think that's what we call that. And um, and go to Orlando. I'm up for that. I'm up for that trip. I'd like to think about doing that uh, as the Bears make their first trip out there. Maybe go see Disney World, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, but, Aaron, Nick Saban. Calling out Jimbo Fisher. Apparently, it turned into a wake-up call for Alabama boosters. This is now the lead story on ESPN.com. Aaron, have you ever known boosters at Alabama to need a wake-up call? <laughs> now, maybe after they're hungover or something like that. But, I mean, this is. listen to this. It said, Nick lost on the field, said one SEC head coach, referring to Alabama's loss to A&M during the regular season. Um, it was the first time Saban had ever been defeated by a former assistant. But worse than that, he'd lost some recruits. He doesn't normally lose. Oh, man. So apparently the dig he took at Jimbo ignited the Alabama boosters. I'm so glad because I, I guess the Alabama boosters had gone into hiding. I had no clue that was the, uh, that was the case. But I'd like, to, I'd like to read more about this. Oh, here's Greg McElroy, former Tide quarterback, saying it was a challenge to those that were in the crowd that night, mostly consisting of deep-pocketed Bama boosters in what was a relatively intimate event. It was a shot in the arm like, hey, man, I know you've really enjoyed the championships that we've brought home in the last 12, 13 years. And if you want us to continue to compete, you better get the checkbook out. I like that, Aaron. Alabama threatening its boosters. Now, I will say this. um, You know, I heard a Baylor booster recently. I was told um, that none other than Jeremy Fudge, I mean, had a very pointed conversation with the people at that that attended a recent like Bear Foundation event, kind of like, hey, if you've got the money to be in this room right now, you've got the money to uh, get involved and get involved in this NIL. I like that. I like the Bears. I like uh, I like Jeremy. 
uh, who I went to college with, kind of kind of getting out there and call, calling people out. Let's get involved. Let's get the NIL rolling. So, anyway, Nick Saban, uh, I thought you'd like that, Aaron. Nick Saban has inspired the sedentary uh, uh, Alabama boosters, and they're back out there getting it done. All right, um, some exciting stuff to share with you about the Texas Rangers. Breaking news on the injury front, a player returns. We talk some Rangers We do it next on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes talking postseason for Baylor softball and golf. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. It's Jeep season at Allen Samuels in Waco, and the deals on Jeeps are hot. Get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited with $5,500 in total values or a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with total values up to $5,000. Or if that's not enough, get a 2023 Jeep Compass with 5.9% for 72 months plus $2,000 in total values. Plus $500 bonus cash to first responders. Find the Jeep that's right for you at Allen Samuels in Waco. The newly remodeled Baylor Bookstore on campus is your go-to location for the absolute latest in Baylor Nike gear. Shop in person on campus at Bruce's Locker Room at the stadium or online at BaylorShop.com. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Now doing his part in preparing champions for life. Here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, beginning with Baylor softball opening play on Friday in the NCAA Regional in Salt Lake City. Yeah, back in uh, postseason, so really happy for uh, for Glenn and, and uh, coaching staff and our, our student-athletes. And by the way, you know, Glenn, is, as many know by now, named uh, Big 12 Co-Coach of the Year and just uh, very, very well-deserved. And so now heading to the uh, – Utah Regional, Utah 15th seed, so that, you know, makes us, you know, the 18th seed. So just missed out of hosting, and, and we knew it was going to be close. We knew that we probably had to go to the, the Big 12 championship and at least win that, that first game, and unfortunately that, that didn't happen. But uh, I love our chances, you know, um, in the Utah Regional. Obviously, you know, Utah really, really good, um, have a tough you know, first opponent in Old Miss on Friday at, at noon central. Southern Illinois, the uh, the fourth team there. But, uh, you know, I, I think we have a, a chance. Very, very similar, I think, to when we went to Arizona and uh, and uh, won, won there. So um, looking forward to it and uh, excited for them. Good luck to softball. And women's golf is deep into the NCAAs. They're headed to the national championships this weekend. Yeah, played up in uh, – 
Pullman uh, last week. I think it was a very cold Pullman in uh, in the regional and in, in advanced, and we'll be headed to uh, to Phoenix to Greyhawk uh, beginning on May nineteenth, and looking forward to seeing how uh, how they compete. And again, Jay and and uh, and staff and and our student athletes doing a terrific job. Thanks, Mac. Also, as an update, Baylor men's golf has advanced to the NCAA championships. They finished fourth at the Morgan Hill Regional that wrapped up today in Morgan Hill, California. They're in the NCAA championship for the fifth time in the last seven years. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like... Well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Cokie Family Farms provides the ultimate in custom application and fertilizer for all your road crops and pasture needs. They are a distributor of fertilizer for farmland, grain, feed, hay, pasture crops, and vegetation for agricultural and farm supplies, along with growing and raising corn, wheat, and sorghum. Gokey Family Farms is your local contact for LG corn seed and their performing corn hybrids and grain sorghum products. A proud supporter of Crawford High School Athletics, Gokey Family Farms, seven generations strong. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at lafiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. 
Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now here again is Matt Mosley. It is uh, Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show as we just go racing through the 5 o'clock hour. And this news that has hit today uh, from the Houston Cougars land. It it worries Houston as it heads into the Big 12. That uh, news comes out from uh, Woj, Adrian Wojciechowski from ESPN, that Kelvin Sampson has interviewed for the head coaching job of the Milwaukee Bucks. And in a text message, this was about 40 minutes ago, to the Houston Chronicle, Houston coach Kelvin Sampson says, can't wait to compete in Big 12 next season. Go Cougs. Sampson, of course, reportedly interviewed with the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, maybe he wanted to keep this thing quiet. That did not work out. Woj is all-knowing. Shams, Sharania is all-knowing as well. I like this now. We're now looking at 18-team Big 12s, all right? We're looking at different things, and so uh, – but that's that would be, Aaron, Kelvin Sampson going to the Bucks. I understand why they would be interested. I understand why he would be tempted to give it a go. But as I said earlier, it just rarely works out. In fact, I, I would think – you almost have a better chance in college football than you do in college basketball. Even the greatest, and I'm talking Patino, Calipari, the the greatest of all time college coaches. Billy Donovan was a great, great college coach. And Billy Donovan, whether it be with OKC, whether it be with, I think he was with the Bulls at one point, he's had his moments. But I don't think, especially with someone who has done such an incredible job at the University of Houston, has a time, has been working the portal, doing a nice job in the portal, ended up getting a player in L.J. Cryer from Baylor. I do not think this would be a wise move by Kelvin Sampson. Aaron, do you agree? I do. I mean, you've got everything you want at Houston. You've got basically lifetime job security because you what you've been able to accomplish there you're in a power five league now in the big 12 and if you go to take the bucks job you could be out of a job in two years if things don't go well actually after one year if things go really bad yeah i think that i think i think you're right about that it happens in a hurry and we see it more and more um in the NBA. It's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton and I taking you 
to 6 o'clock. And, uh, Aaron, I thought this was interesting. Someone from On3, which is a new website, deals with a lot of portal, a lot of recruiting stuff. And On3 came up with its 2023 Big 12 post-spring power rankings. Aaron, you love power rankings. Aaron, any care to guess who is number one in in the power rankings for on three? And this, of course, is this 14-team league that will exist for one more season. And who knows if more teams are on the way. Aaron, who do you think was the on three number one team in the power rankings? University of Texas. Yes. (laughs) They said Texas is loaded. Returning uh, uh, one of the better offensive lines, tight ends, and receiver rooms in the country. Plus, Sarkeesian likes the development he's seen from quarterback Quinn Ewers this offseason. They bring back six starters on defense, too, led by All-American linebacker, Jalen Ford. Now, the Horned Frogs, who played for a national championship last year, they are picked third in the conference in these power rankings post-spring. Kansas State is in at number two, they say, uh, of TCU. Kendall Bryle steps in as the OC for the departed Garrett Riley. And Dykes brought in a heavy, uh, a bevy, of transfers to replace stars like Quentin Johnston, Kendra Miller, D winners, cornerback Travis Hodges Tomlinson. So it has everybody who's gone. Um, TCU still projects to be a solid group and at linebacker with star Johnny Hodges back. I mean, Johnny Hodges was a great player. Horn Frogs do need to, uh, to have hit on several transfer playmakers. They have JoJo Earl from Alabama. John Paul Richardson from Oklahoma State, Jack Beck from LSU. Aaron, does Oklahoma State have a single skill player left in its program? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> they had so many people hit the portal after last season. It was it was actually a little shocking. Sooners are picked fourth. And, and here then comes a sexy pick in the Big 12. And I've even seen people flirt with the idea of, of putting them at, to win the Big 12. That would be the Texas Tech Red Raiders. They bring back quarterback Tyler Shuck. Aaron, has he ever made it through a season in his entire career in college sports? Uh, he said, who has yet to formally be named the starter, but reportedly had a strong spring. They have a nice set of playmakers to surround the former Oregon quarterback, led by sophomore wideout Jarend Bradley, J-E-R-A-N-D. But they need to do a better job protecting the quarterback after allowing a Big 12 high 41 sacks last season. We finally now get to the Bears. Baylor being projected as number six by on three in the Big 12 power rankings. Says... um. It says, offensively, Blake Shapin is back at quarterback, 
but Baylor brought in some competition with, with Sawyer Robertson. Jeff Grimes, the office coordinator, has the option of playing both quarterbacks considering their striking differences in skill sets. They also plucked Oklahoma State starting tailback Dominic Richardson away from Stillwater and signed a pair of BYU transfers. Now, they didn't break any new ground there, but that is interesting. They, they noted that the Bears went portal heavy this offseason, bringing in five likely starters or rotational pieces. Aaron, that we've talked about it, it is amazing the work that the Bears have done in the portal. Does six seem to low to you, Aaron, or does it seem about right with so many of the unknowns and not knowing if Blake Shapin is going to bounce back with a steadier season or if Sawyer Robertson could play his way into the mix. Does six seem like a legitimate and valid place for the Bears? I think so, only because, like you said, you just don't know what to expect really this year coming off the great season two years ago when they won the Big 12. Mm -hmm. And then last year, finishing one game under 500 when they were picked preseason to win the Big 12, disappointing season. I would do the same thing, kind of just put them in the middle and see, see where they go this year. I have good, great expectations, but we'll see once the season starts. All right. I think it's interesting, Aaron, that not one of the new schools ended up in the top six. Bears end up at number six. The highest-ranked newcomer is going to be UCF at number seven. Aaron, I almost find that somewhat disrespectful to have Cincinnati as number 12 in the conference. It's a team two years removed from making the college football playoff. Now, I understand that they lost their head coach, and and Luke Fickle was a great head coach. But, man, that, to me, and actually I said I said last place, I'm sorry. West Virginia is in last. I keep forgetting there's 14 teams. Houston is in 13th. But, Aaron, I to me, that is somewhat disrespectful of how great Cincinnati has been in recent years. They said of Cincinnati – only two starters are back on offense that will be led by former Florida and Arizona State quarterback Emory Jones. Despite some interesting portal additions, there are concerns at receiver and running back. There's more depth defensively, uh, but the Bearcats need a couple of transfers like Florida corner Jordan Young and Louisville linebacker Dorian Jones to hit right away. Again, they have – Aaron, this is complete disrespect. And I, uh, West Virginia at number 14 in the league, 14 teams. Aaron, do you – I mean, does that ring true to you? Could West Virginia be that bad? I mean, would you, would you put West Virginia, if you were predicting this, these are the post-spring uh, rankings by on three – does that ring true to you at all, that West Virginia would be dead last in the conference? I think so. They struggled last year. It seems like Neil Brown was close to getting fired but kept his job. But they – I don't know. I just don't think that 
there's a lot there, and I think that they'll struggle again and he'll get fired. All right, here's the deal. If within 20 seconds anybody can text us, either one of the two quarterbacks in the W in the West Virginia uh, quarterback competition, okay, I'm only giving you 20 seconds. We'll give you two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. You will win the Schmaltz's trivia question of the week. If you can name either quarterback in the mix for West Virginia, people Googling as we speak, that's fine. If you're that quick, and, and here is our text line, 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Aaron, watch this thing closely. If we get an answer, I'm going to say the next 30 seconds. I'll explain it to a minute. I'll give them a minute. If we get a guess on on these two quarterbacks, I've got the two names in front of me. First of all, it either has to be a West Virginia uh, fan or somebody who's incredibly quick at um, at looking these things up. Now, Aaron, the they also did something. CBS Sports ranks college football's top 25 power five head coaches. Now, Aaron, keep, keep an eye on this. I'm going to be very interested to see. And now, Aaron, the problem, of course, is you just let me know who they guess because uh, even though you know a lot about the Big 12, Aaron, I would not expect you to know the, uh, the top two quarterbacks battling for the starting job at West Virginia. All right, we'll see if anybody gets this. You have about 30 seconds left. If you can get this one, two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's, the greatest sandwich shop in all of Central Texas. Aaron, we know, um, I thought that CBS might run Kirby Smart past Nick Saban, but I guess they thought that was disrespectful. Georgia with back-to-back national titles, Nick Saban remains the number one coach in America. Kirby Smart, two. Dabo Sweeney, number three at Clemson. Aaron, care to guess who they have as the fourth best coach in in college football? This is the number four coach in the land. This according to a list that CBS put out there today. Harbaugh? It's a good guess. He's number five. Would you care to guess one more time? Ryan Day. Ryan Day checks in at number eight. <laughs> the winner, uh, the number four overall, Aaron, Lincoln Riley, USC. <laughs> That's who they said. Doesn't sound like you agree. Now, I found this interesting. The TCU head coach coming off playing for a national title. This is a major market correction they have Sonny Dykes as the 11th best coach in all of college football. You know, given what they did last year, and, and I don't – it's probably a little too high. I don't have a huge problem with it. Chris Kleiman from Kansas State checks in as the 12th best coach in America. Aaron, I like him. I respect him. 12th best coach in America? Really? I mean, I, I, I don't think I would go that direction. This is where, to me, the list loses a little credibility. 13th best coach in, in America, they've got Chip Kelly from UCLA. 
Aaron, how many times has he almost been fired? <laughs> and then finally last year, what, they win nine games and we acted like UCLA is the greatest, you know, one, you know, some kind of great breakout season. Chip Kelly finishes. And if you're looking for other Big 12 coaches, they've got Mike Gundy as the 17th best coach in the country. And, Aaron, they have moved Lance Leipold from KU, the 23rd best coach in the country. Now, Aaron, going would be would have been in the top 25 of the best coaches in the country. I guess because they did not meet expectations. But listen to this, Aaron. Brett Bielema from Illinois, the number 21 best team uh, coach in the country. P.J. Fleck at Minnesota, really? Dave Dorn at NC State, okay, he's good. He's a good coach. Is he? Should he be 25th? They moved Josh Heupel all the way up to number 16 in the country. Lane Kiffin checks in at 14. Aaron, of all these I just named, now I would say I, I Brian Kelly, number six, I don't have that big of a problem with. Kyle Whittingham at Utah, ahead of Ryan Day at Ohio State, as the seventh best coach in the country. Aaron, does that seem too high to you? Kyle Whittingham from Utah, seventh best team in the in the country. I mean, he's got a better case than, than either of the Kansas coaches, and I'm not saying they're not good coaches. They just don't have a, the track record that mm-hmm. he has. And his isn't super long, but he's been to back-to-back Rose Bowls. So that's pretty impressive. I can see that. You can make that argument, but I – it's close. I still think they should be higher. I think when you're at a school like that, people just assume, which to a certain extent they're right, that it just recruits itself and all you do is plug in the system and you should win a national championship. I, I, I admire what Leipold did last year, but I, I don't know that I would rank Lance Leipold ahead of Dave Aranda. I mean, Baylor had a down season last year. They still went to a bowl game. I mean, it was not as embarrassing as what happened at Texas A&M, and they still have Jimbo. Now, again, he won a national title. I get that. But they have Jimbo as the 20th best team in the country. Eric, can you imagine whatever that contract is? You pay Jimbo Fisher, and then somebody ranks him the 20th best coach in the country. I mean, that's rough. They have now moved Mike Norvell from Florida State up to number 19 in the country. That's another head-scratcher. They had one good season this past season. Why does he get to go all the way up to 19? All right, some good college football talk there. It is the Matt Mosley Show. The dismount is next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store, it's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignment come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive, discounting your prices, not your service. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Car has the trucks, man. They have the one for you. Crew cap, short or long bed, silver, black or blue. Texas size selection, great prices too. Richard Carr, he has the truck for you. Car has the trucks, man. He has the truck you need. If you want the best truck, you want a GMC. Texas size selection, great prices too. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right. We did have, uh, we did put it out there asking if anybody might know the uh, West Virginia quarterbacks. And it's really, they, they did a power ranking of the uh, uh, and I've got them, Aaron. Would you like me to say those out loud to see if sure. we have a winner? West Virginia will start fall camp with a quarterback battle between Garrett Green and Nico Martial. That's uh, our Mar- Martial, M-A-R-C-H-I-O-L. Aaron, did anybody get that right? No, we did have a couple of people get one of the two right, but we didn't have anyone get both right. All right. Well, if you want to, Aaron, I'll leave it up to you. But I, I feel like if somebody got one of them, um, maybe each of them could get a free sandwich or one of them. We'll figure it out. But uh, we appreciate Schmaltz's. Uh, I mean, every time, every time I'm just driving through either part of town, either downtown or out on Valley Mills, I'm just like, give me the twice-baked bread. 
I like the toasted bread, and then I like the schmaltz, okay? And then I like to add some, well, I, get, I have some potato salad, mushroom potato salad with it. Um, oh, by the way, uh, Seeger is back tonight, and he's batting in the two-hole. Uh, Rangers have uh, activated him, and he'll be back in the lineup tonight. Again, hitting in the two-hole for the Rangers as they try to win a, a series against these Atlanta Braves. Everybody have a tremendous evening, and we'll be back with you Thursday, tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you to all our listeners. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here now is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. It's time for a check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, five Big 12 women's golf programs have advanced